everyone. Welcome back to Fried to Be. I'm your host, Jasmine. Always will be forever. Um, Today, I'm so excited because we are interviewing our first hair and makeup artist. And I am pumped to get her brain picked by me to answer all of your questions. So if you guys will welcome Kaylee Adler. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. Again, what a privilege it is to be here with you tonight, Jasmine. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, we're, I'm so excited. And you are based out of the Cypress area, correct? Yes. Okay, awesome. So that's Cypress, Texas for some of you out of state listeners. She's not available in your area, but Cypress ladies, listen up because she's going to be good. I'm excited. Okay, Kaylee, if you don't mind introducing yourself just a little bit and telling us a little bit about you, that would be great. Perfect. Yes. Okay, so I am a small team. I'm just a team of one. Um, A very large amount of our bridal industry in the Houston area are large hair and makeup artist teams. But with me, I'm just a single person. I kind of run my own show and I do both hair and makeup in the Cypress area, which really branches out into Montgomery County as well as Washington and even Austin County, kind of the Northwest area of the greater Houston area. So it's a honor to get to be able to do hair and makeup for brides. I've been doing it for three years now, actually October, of 2018 was my very first wedding. Um, So it's (laughs) kind of a sentimental time in the fall. I got married as well in October back in 2016. So this time of year definitely has my heart, but I love hair and makeup for weddings. um, And I do it outside of weddings as well, but weddings in particular are just so special to me. I love getting to be a part of bride's special days, especially early in that morning time. Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay. So for hair and makeup, what have you seen that brides are wanting right now? What is trending? Oh, yes. Okay. So what's great about hair and makeup is it's never stagnant. Like it is forever changing and we've got some fun, popular choices right now that include boho styles, lots of beautiful braids, many that tend to fall into more of a romantic category as well, um, Mm. which is so great because there's also these timeless looks, right? If it's not popular and trending, it's soft romantic updos and effortless curls that are just so timeless and have been around for forever, but definitely take on a new look with each year. Um, something that is also trending right now are delicate hair pieces like hair vines or even headbands, small oh tiaras, and even little hair pins. We have lots of brides who are using kind of hair decor, if you will, instead yeah. of veils at this time. Um, so love- that's been a lot of fun as far as hairstyles go. And then for makeup, most of the brides that I work with often request soft glam and even like a natural airbrush makeup look. But definitely right now for the season, we're seeing a lot of taupes and mauves, um, very warm tones, like in the brown ranges as well, that brides are really gravitating towards, as well as their whole bridal parties. 
Okay. Yes. I love the pretty barrettes that I've even seen some brides do. I just think it's so elegant and it's different than the veils. Yes. They're so fun and unique. And a lot of times I think brides get worried about um, being kind of forgotten behind the veil. And uh-huh. with the hair pieces, you can get those anywhere. And they're super affordable. Um, you don't even have to get them from a bridal store. I have lots of girls who will last minute just find some on Amazon. Or even yeah. like supporting local boutiques as well. They can find beautiful handcrafted pieces. Um, gosh, I've had some even get some from estate sales. And oh, then no kind way. of incorporate really cool. them. Yeah, so they you can make it your own. And it's definitely trending right now because those little statement pieces, I'm sure listening to some of the photographer interviews y'all have had, I mean, those make for some really beautiful moments as well and usually come with a story. Yeah, they really do. Um, so then what makes you unique out of all of the, you know, all of the hair and makeup artists, what makes you unique that would make people come to you? Sure. Well, again, Being a team of one and getting to kind of run my own show and do hair and makeup, I'm like a one-stop shop. So I'm very blessed to work in the Houston area where there are so many hair and makeup artists that I can call on to come and assist me if need be. But most of my smaller wedding parties, I can handle on my own or with the help of even a like student intern with me as well that can help out. Um... But I love that because then it's such a personal relationship that I have with the bride. And I'm not, you're not just one of, you know, five weddings I have going on that week. It's usually just yours. I can focus in. My style is really just enhanced beauty, meaning I try to highlight the bride's features, right? Like as best as I can with their hair and makeup. So she still looks like her beautiful God-given self. Um, Yeah. I'm not one that cakes it on. When it comes to makeup, I really like the skin to look like skin and not a mask. I always joke and say, I'm not trying to create an Instagram filter, but... Yes, I love that. (laughs) But just a radiant version of you, right? So I love airbrush. It's actually the only medium I work in. I do carry traditional makeups just in case we need some extra help here or there. But airbrush to me does give you that flawless, natural looking finish. And then when it comes to hair, I have been loving the boho style and the braids that we've been seeing. It gives me, it's so pretty. And it gives me like chances to use my own creative outlets in that because no style in that way is ever going to be repeated just the same. Even if you take from the picture, because you have to think about the bride's hair texture, um, the thickness of it. So they're all going to turn out and be a little bit unique, which is really beautiful. Um, and so yeah. that's what, you know, something that I just really have been vibing with and the soft romantic looks. I mean, that goes with natural makeup all day, every day, forever. So definitely right up my alley. So I have a question. When you put on the makeup, do you have to worry about what the camera captures or will the camera normally capture pretty much anything you put on the face? Oh, great question. That is something that I've had to work through and learn um, from the experience that I've gotten in this industry. 
from trial and error as well. But what I've come to find is most of our brides today are purchasing digital photography. And that digital photography typically takes away about 30 to 40% of any makeup that any artist puts on a bride's face, which okay. is a lot. I mean, that is that's, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, it's, you know, roughly a third, almost half of what we're putting on that the camera is just not going to capture. And, you know, in a perfect world, um, there are photographers out there who really understand makeup and may have been artists that worked with a different type of medium in the past where they really try to capture those shadows and those colors. But for the most part, um, photographers are typically looking for kind of clean, crisp, um, beautiful lighted photos, right? And so whenever yeah. that happens, the photos are gorgeous, but oftentimes brides lose a lot of whatever I put on their face or any hair and makeup artist um, would put on their face. So with that in mind, even though I like to keep a natural look, the amount of makeup I put on my brides, I warn them is probably going to be a little bit more than they're used to. Some of my girls that don't wear any makeup, I'm saying, okay, it's going to be a lot more than you're used to. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just know that we have to add a little bit more in our contouring and a little bit, you know, even heavier on some of our eyeshadows and maybe darker colors than you would have initially picked out just so that they get fully captured. And that essence of that beauty in the makeup is seen on the photography side of things, right? So they're going to be beautiful in person, but we also know how important it is that those pictures are also flawless because those pictures are going to be in a beautiful book or on your wall for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's so true. Oh, man. Okay, so is there anything else before we move on that you would like brides to know about you? Well, I guess the main thing is I'm very blessed that hair and makeup to me is a hobby. It's not my primary source of income and that means you love doing it that means I love doing it it means that anyone who books with me and has a contract signed with me I'm so jazzed about it like I'm I'm tickled it's on all my calendars um I go through seasons where I will only book one wedding a month and that means that bride is my total focus so I am very attentive to correspondence with her we can do multiple trials if they need to. I'm available typically because I don't have a plethora of clients. I'm usually more available to do things like their engagement photo hair and makeup or their bridal hair and makeup. Um, so it's really, it's really a relationship that I get to establish, that I want to establish with the brides. Yeah, you're their priority and they're yours. I love Yes, that. yes, it's special. Okay, so then how can you and then we'll also put this in the show notes too but if you don't mind just letting everybody know how to contact you sure um my email address is my first and then last name kaylee adler h-m-u-a it stands for hair and makeup artist at gmail.com or they can always text me i freely give my number out it's 936-777-5321 Either of those methods is much more successful than Instagram or any kind of direct messages on social media platforms, um, just because 
those can kind of get lost in the shuffle. But text me, email me. I'm happy to, even if brides already have hair and makeup artists, I've had some reach out to me just with questions because I'm an open book. I, um, I want people to have the full package experience. And even if that means they don't book with me, but they pick my brain or ask for help or want some insight in the industry, I'm more than happy to give back because so much has been given to me in this industry. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I mean, Houston's a special place. We are very saturated with hair and makeup artists. Definitely brides yeah. can find anyone um, to give them their exact personal style and fit that they love. And I've been able to work with many of the big hair and artists here in our Houston area. So it's, it's been, you know, kind of like a family in a sense. A lot of people help each other out. We all call on each other when needed. So I'm happy to help however I can. Oh, I love that. Not, I'm not saying all makeup artists are women, but women, women supporting women. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that has been, that's been beautiful about this industry. I would not have thought it would have been that way, but I wouldn't either. I would think it would be more cutthroat, but it sounds really nice. (laughs) It is. It is. And you know what? Houston is special. And I know that there's some great cities and states out there as well who probably have the same heart where we're all in it just for that bride's experience. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so now that we've kind of got all the core information out of the way, we're going to move on to this section that gives brides more information when it comes down to choosing um, the particular person we're interviewing, such as today, the hair and makeup artist. So um, why do you think that a bride needs a hair and makeup artist or do they even need one? Oh, goodness. I mean... I'm biased, but I know (laughs) it's a hard question, but you know, I also have the privilege of answering this question as a former bride, um, who could also do her hair and makeup before her wedding today. There are ladies out there who have the access to such great makeup and hair products, as well as so many of them can do a wonderful job on their own with hair and makeup. So it is a question that comes up like, well, do I really need someone to come glam me up when I can do it myself and I'm pretty particular. But let me tell you, because I, you know, kind of felt like that at times too for my own wedding. But the day of the bride's wedding, the last thing they should be stressed over is, oh my goodness, did I remember all of my hair and makeup tools? Oh no, I ran out of lash glue. Can someone help me glue on these lashes? Or Oh no, I forgot my favorite shade of lipstick. I left it right there by my bedside and now it's not here. What am I going to do? Instead, that morning time that I get to be a part of as a hair and makeup artist, it's almost sacred. I mean, I love allowing brides to come sit in my chair with their mimosa, enjoy their morning in a very relaxed environment with the rest of their bridal party. And they don't have to worry about getting glammed up at all. They can just soak in the moment. They can be there with their friends, with their family, and truly enjoy it. So strictly from a relaxation standpoint, I think it's important to have someone there who can doll you up and make you feel like the princess or the queen that you've always dreamed of being. Yes. Like take that stress off, you know, yourself and have someone help you out and serve you. And additionally, even though there are great products out there, 
all of my products are catered to longevity and digital HD photography, meaning I've, I've been very careful selecting products that are going to show up great on camera that are going to be water resistant, if not waterproof, meaning they will last a long time, both the day of and in your photos, which I think is so important. So that's like number one, why to hire a makeup artist, because I would have never thought that that was even a thing. Totally. Yeah, it has. <laughs> I, I mean, it has to be. Yeah. And I don't usually wear a lot of makeup. So for me, that's like essential. I have to have somebody who knows what they're doing. Yes. And then there's like more things on top of that besides picking out what you want your makeup to look like. It's like, actually, let's pick one that's going to last instead of you crying. It's all coming off. (laughs) Totally. Because who wants to spend their whole morning trying to get themselves dolled up only to be in tearing at the altar, which most do. And it's ruined for the rest, for the rest of the reception. So that's important. I mean, most of my products, you have to order specialty, like on site directly. Most of it is airbrush anyways. So it's very, it's very much catered for the bride. Oh, I love that. Okay. So then what should they look for when look, when looking into getting a hair and makeup artist? Well, definitely someone with an artistic style that you are comfortable with and are striving for. You can easily go either onto an artist's Instagram page or many of them have a website and you can see previous brides that they've done. Now, keeping in mind that the photography may be different for all of them because you have different photographers and styles, you still should be able to see kind of a cohesive sense of style seen in the hair or the makeup and just make sure that's something that you're wanting. For instance, um, there aren't many brides that come to me that are just wanting all out, like caked on makeup, huge colors, you know, huge lashes that want to book with me because they go to my page and they say, oh yeah, she's more natural and I want to be like, Yes, ma'am, glam. So yes. definitely look at look into the styles. And then once you reach out to several of them, see how quickly they respond back to you. See how well they respond back to you. Because yes, what a lot of people don't know is most hair and makeup artists are under a lot of pressured timeframes on the day of. And you need to find someone who's willing to work in those conditions And usually you can tell by the way they respond to you just in those initial consultations. Yes, that is so true. And not one that I think many people think about, like you said. Yeah, I mean, and that may go across um, for multiple vendors, right? I mean, just being able to, yeah, just have that good communication is important. Okay. Well, we ask all of our interviewers what, I guess it's not interviewers. I'm pretty sure the right term is like interviewees. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. But it sounds, it sounds weird, (laughs) not in my vocabulary. So we're just going to go with it. (laughs) I'm good. Um, Call me whatever you want to Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So we ask all of them. I'm just going to say all of them. (laughs) what your top three tips are and what are your top three things to avoid for brides? Okay. Let's start with the negatives. Okay. So definitely (laughs) avoid. I'm laughing because I've just seen this 
go so wrong. Avoid experimental or even new facial treatments. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Now is not the time to go get like your vampire facial or any oh, of no. like the new masks like that are trending. Feel. Like, just don't do it because you don't know how your skin is going to react. Okay. Yeah. And just don't play scientist right before your wedding. Keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it to, you know, anything that you've been doing regular um, in your regimen. That's fine. But don't experiment. Also, uh, definitely don't be late to your hair and makeup start time. I mentioned earlier the pressure that hair and makeup artists are under um, as far as the time frame goes in the morning. And when you're late, that just takes time away from what we could be doing for you. So you're only hurting yourself. And then finally, try to limit the phone use in the styling chair. I can't tell you how many girls, and it's fun, right? Like I, I want to be in the Snapchat videos. I want to be in your TikTok reel, but like maybe save it for after hair and makeup is complete or for a specific time that you're not being styled because oh. that, again, you're just taking away from the time that the artist could be working for you. So the oh, top three things point. I would say to do, number one is hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. It is the best prep for your skin and your hair that you can do. Um, oh, okay. And it's free. So the second thing I say to do is have your waxing and treatments done one week prior to your wedding. No new treatments, just typical treatments done a week before. And finally, just eat a stellar breakfast the day of. Yeah. Wait, That's so how come one week, friends. sorry, how come one week prior is, wouldn't it be stubby? <laughs> I've never waxed my face, but I can just imagine my face would be stubby after a week. Well, so for many of our brides, we say the week before, if they have not had any like waxing treatment done or okay. to go ahead and get it done a month to two out and then have another one done within a week's time frame. But for anyone who's like first time doing it, you know, we say go ahead and push it out because we just don't want anyone coming in with lactic acid that is still coming out of your pores from being freshly waxed. Like we've had girls come and they say, oh, yeah, I just had my brows done yesterday. Um, uh, so they look great, but then the makeup is not really going to adhere to their skin. And instead, the pores are filled up with fluids coming from internally and it can wash off completely. So if you're, if waxing is typical of your regimen, you know, three to four days is fine. Otherwise I say you could go up to a week. Now, is that going to be different results versus, um, shaving? Oh yes. Okay. Good okay. question. Well, and shaving versus dermaplane, right? Because dermaplane right. is really popular now. So any of my girls that shave, you know, your hair best, that is on you. However, dermaplane, I definitely recommend. And definitely you can get that done, yes, all the way up to your wedding. So still within that week time frame is what I would say, but you can get it much closer to your date. So if you're trying to schedule your days before, dermaplaning, you can get done closer to your wedding date than you could with waxing. And dermaplane okay. is a really wonderful tool um, that many of our brides use. And it is safe to kind of adventure out. And if you haven't done it before, that is one that you could get done 
um, because okay. it's not actually going into your skin at all and wouldn't cause reactions. It's just getting a very, very close razor shave to the face. Oh, I love that. Okay, that is good information. Yeah. Okay, so to end it, we are going to ask you, what has been your best wedding experience? Oh, I think my best one had to have been, I believe it was just January of this year. Um, It was just a sweet group of girls. They just expressed so much love to each other the whole time in the bridal suite. And it was a joyful experience that I got to have. And I think a lot of that had to do with how open the bride was, how well we communicated up front, which again, you can kind of base that off of your initial consultations. And we did lots of trials for the bride as well. Not multiple for her, but we did several trials for different members in her wedding party. So we kind of built relationships with the girls leading up to the wedding. And then at the wedding, um, it was like everyone already knew each other, which was great. And I say we, cause that was a larger party that booked with me. So I had two additional artists with me that got to meet the girls ahead of time as well. Oh, that's so fun when everybody is just vibing and having a good time. That makes yes. a big difference. Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay, Kaylee, I loved our interview today. I told you I was super pumped to interview you. And I think you did awesome. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I was just excited that y'all got my number and we got connected. Um, Since I don't have a lot of weddings, I was like, yeah, I have time for a podcast. Like, get in there for sure. (laughs) I love it. Girl talk is great, always. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Make sure that you are subscribed and that you're following us because we are going to have more great guests come on in the future. So if you want to avoid all of the tips and tricks or be involved in the tips and tricks, then this is a podcast for you. So with that, I think we're going to end it. Kaylee, thank you again so much. And everybody, we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. The Bride to Be podcast is officially sponsored by Joy Photo and Video. Joy Photo and Video offers wedding photography and videography throughout the country and offers the best bride experience possible. Experience the joy with Joy Photo and Video.